0: Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. All right, so he talks about honoring our father and mother. He says it's the first commandment with promise. And you see, fatherhood is, there are, four, there are, there are things, certain things we can see from the Bible when it comes to to fathers and so many times also from the natural standpoint and from the from the spiritual standpoint notice what the bible says in 1st corinthians 4:15 he says for though you might have 10,000 instructors in christ yet you do not have many fathers for in christ jesus i have begotten you i have begotten you through the gospel you can have so many instructors in Christ but you do not have many fathers for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel now one a father one of, in the Old Testament a father had a responsibility to circumcise the son very important and in the New Testament we don't have that as an ordinance but one of the first responsibility of fathers is to see to it that their children are circumcised spiritually. Because in Romans chapter 2, verse 28, notice this. Romans chapter 2, verse 28, he says, For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor a circumcision that which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew, one who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from man, but from God. He's talking about being born again. He's talking about coming into the kingdom of God. That is the first responsibility of a father. To see that the child is circumcised in the heart. And you may be watching on TV or online. Someone shared this with you. And you came across this. And the best thing that you can do for your family and for your children is to see to it that they are born again. And the first thing that you can do is to bring them and get them into church. And you may be watching or listening, watching, and you may not even have a relationship with God. Really, we have to settle the question who is your father from a spiritual standpoint? is God your father do you know him do you have a relationship with him if you don't at the end of this message we will give you an opportunity for you to come into a relationship with God if you don't know the Lord Jesus and you are not leading the, your family to the father you are making a very big mistake i pray you self correct and begin to lead your children so that ultimately they will come to the place where they are circumcised in heart and where they have a relationship with the father the God the father in Jesus' name, amen. amen. Two, a father teaches his son a trade. Very important. A father teaches his son a trade. In the Jewish culture, they actually believed that if you did not teach your child a trade, you are training the child to be a robber, a thief. So, in, Jesus was called a carpenter in Mark chapter 6, verse 3. The Father is the one that taught the Father, the, the, Jesus, the trade of carpentry. And from a natural standpoint, I've just started on it, you may take your children to school for them to be educated from a natural standpoint. But the best thing again that you can do is to bring them into the house of God so that they can be trained spiritually. If not yes yeah again you are making a big mistake I pray in the name of Jesus this keeps coming up It's for somebody today I pray in the name of Jesus you will learn your children to be trained spiritually not only would you take them to school to be trained from a natural standpoint but from a spiritual standpoint they need to be trained as well and then three we don't have this that in this culture but it's If you train children very well in the Old Testament, again, they had the responsibility of finding a wife for the child. Remember, in Genesis chapter 24, verse 3, Abraham sent the servant to go and look for a child, a wife for Isaac. And when and, and sure enough, when he prayed, God led him to the right place and he was able to bring a wife to Isaac. And then four, we are just going through this real quick. The responsibilities of a father—he must leave an inheritance for the children. Leave an inheritance in Proverbs chapter thirteen, verse twenty-two. Proverbs chapter thirteen, verse twenty-two. The Bible says, "A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous." A good man lives an inheritance for his children's children. Lays an inheritance. Live your life to where you can live an inheritance for your children's children. Maybe you are watching or listening or you are here and maybe you are in debt. And you are saying what am i even going to am i going to leave dead for my children no i pray in the mighty name of jesus as that's why we are going through this lesson as we discover what to do may god deliver you so you can be in a position when you leave you will leave something for your family amen, amen. thank you lord jesus and then the next the next point along those lines is four four a father prepares for the family a father prepares for the family notice in hebrews chapter 11 verse 7 the bible says hebrews 11 verse 7 it says by faith noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen moved with godly fear prepared an act for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Noah knew that there was a flood coming. He didn't sit down and twiddle his thumbs and say, <laughs> Rain, rain, go away. <laughs> Rain is coming whether you like it or not. <laughs> so he prepared for the family, for the saving of his household. A father prepares. Prepared for the family, for the saving of his household. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus, in John chapter 14, verse 1 to 4, think about it. One of the things that he's doing right now in heaven, if you're a child of God, is he's preparing a place for you. He told the disciples that, look, I am going to my, to my back to my father, where I came from. And in my father's house, there are many mansions, and I've also gone there to prepare a place for you. A father is one who prepares. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that we will, we will walk like our heavenly father. If you are a child of God, he's preparing a place for you. And the place he's preparing for you is a good one. So endeavor to serve the Lord all throughout your life. A father is not only really a, a, a preparer. When a woman conceived that's why God gives the father nine months to prepare before the baby comes on the scene a father prepares a father is a seed carrier. God gave the power of recreation to the father some cultures um, the father is, is way down the road down the line they will talk about I mean, some culture, the children comes first, the woman comes second, then the dog in the house comes third, before the father, and then trees. And the father is I mean you have animal rights, but the fathers don't have rights, and they are not honored as sea carriers. I pray we will honor the fathers that God has placed in our path. In England, actually, recently on on their headline news, someone proposed that they declare a holiday for donkeys, for donkeys being overworked. And they said someone is abusing the rights of the donkeys because the donkeys are are being overworked. My Lord and my God, donkey business in England. <laughs> but the meaning of the, father, the word in Latin for, for, for fathers has the idea of foundation. The Bible says in Psalm 11, verse 3, that if the foundations are destroyed, what will the righteous do? If the foundation for fatherhood is destroyed, we are, in, we are in big trouble as a nation now the next point is five a father blesses a father blesses a father blesses let's go back to the book of beginnings Genesis chapter 1 let's look at this let's look at God's original plan and intent the Bible says then God said let us make man in our image according to our likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth So God created man in his own image in the image of God he created him male and female he created them then god blessed them and god said to them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth thank you lord jesus have dominion he created them and blessed them and we know what happened in the beginning Adam and Eve disobeyed God and when they went and ate of the fruit of the tree that God said they shouldn't eat, and they lost the father's blessing. but through Jesus Christ the blessing has been restored. and so the old patriarchs knowing that the father blesses, always bless their children before they died. You see, honor is the, really the key to fatherhood. When Adam and Eve didn't honor the father, they lost the blessing. And these people of old so coveted the blessing of the Lord. Get this this is the key, a key issue in the Bible. The key of Anna, we started with talking about Anna, your father and your mother. So they knowing that every time they got ready to leave, will bless their children before they left. But before they bless them, notice, let's, let's look at this account in Genesis chapter 27. Genesis chapter 27 verse 4. He says, and make me savory food, this is Jacob speaking, such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Notice that phrase, I may bless you, bring me savory meat, such as I love, food as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. He wanted to bless his family before he leaves, but before he did that, he says, bring me savory food such as I love. Why did he say that? Why did he even come up with the idea to bless, to bless his his children? Isaac, Isaac speaking here. To bless Jacob and Esau. And later on, we, Isaac, they coveted the, the blessing of the firstborn. Jacob came in and got the blessing first before Esau came along. And the Bible says, you see, you have to be very cautious about the words. Coming from not only God, but from earthly fathers as well. When Esau came and the blessing had gone away from him, Jacob had already come and taken the blessing. The Bible says that he cried with a loud voice. He cried with a loud voice. Genesis 37, verse 34. When Je- Je- Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceeding and bitter cry, and said to his father, "Bless me also, bless me also, oh my father!" So imagine, one day, you see, you see, you see Esau, and Esau is crying and weeping. Then you ask Esau, has a relative, what has happened today? Do you have a bad day at work? Did you get into a fight with somebody at work? Did you not get paid? What happened here? Somebody died. And you see a grown up man like Esau walking around in town and he's crying, weeping. Then you ask him, what, did you, what happened to you? You say, I, I lost my father's blessing what what did your father say oh he just said some words so you are crying because of words that, that you must you must be kidding me <laughs> but these people knew the value of the blessing coming from the father an exceedingly great and bitter cry an exceeding great and bitter cry coming from a grown-up man because he's lost the blessing and then when you study it carefully you notice that the words spoken over their lives Ultimately, came to pass. So you have to be very, you have to be very cautious. The word try to honor, not only God but our earthly parents as well. Because the word he says it will go well with you, and if you don't honor them, it won't go well with you. It's as simple as that. I know sometimes they are just, sometimes that, that something might have happened, but as much as lies in you, if you your father your earthly father even if he's gone, you can still honor them. But if they are alive in the earth, do your very best to honor them. Learn something here. Why did Isaac say to Esau, that "Go and bring me, go and bring me savory food"? That I may eat and my soul may bless you. Where did he get that from? He got that right from the beginning, is the principle of honor. Because Adam and Eve did not honor God and give them the very give him the very best and disobeyed God. That was the key issue. Honor is the basis of fatherhood, it is the key so when you get to the book of malachi malachi chapter 1 verse 6 malachi 1 verse 6 notice this malachi 1 verse 6 he says a son honors his father and a servant his master if then i am the father where is my honor and if i am a master where is my reverence says a lot of hosts to you, priests, who despise my name, yet you say, In what have we despised your name? God says that if I am a father, where is my honor? And today he's saying to us, If we say God is our, our own father, where is his honor? If we have earthly parents, where is your honor? In Genesis chapter 49, he said, You have to be cautious, the words that they speak. Endeavor to always do the very best that you can for them. He says, Jacob again. Now it got to the turn of Jacob, he's getting ready to go, and he's also going to bless his sons. And he says, When he got when he got to Reuben verse 3 he says "Reuben, you are my firstborn and the blessing belong to the firstborn my might and the beginning of my strength the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power unstable as water you shall not excel that's a serious thing if your father tells you you are not going to excel because you went up to your father's bed then you defiled. he went up to my couch you are the couch ouch endeavor to always receive the blessing of your father so God says if I am the father where is my honor that was the key issue in the book of in the book of Malachi honoring not only our earthly parents but honoring the father of fathers. Honoring him if, if 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 I am a father, where is my honor? So notice again, so he continues in Malachi chapter one verse, verse seven, he says, You offer defiled food on my altar, but say in what way have we defiled you by saying the table of the Lord is contemptible? And when you offer the blind as a sacrifice, is it not evil? And when you offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it then to your governor, would he be pleased with you? Will he accept you favorably, says the Lord of hosts. He's saying that if I'm your heavenly father, and I, 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 where is my honor? When it comes time for the sacrifice, you bring the sick and the lame. You even offer it to the governor and see if he will accept it from you you bring your very worst to me and you say I am your father and so when he goes to Malachi chapter 3 later on when he talks about the tides he, he's talking up the whole thing is around Anna that is why Jacob said, bring me the very best that I, that, that I can have, that I really like, and my soul will bless you. So God in our lives comes to us and says, the honor really that I'm looking for is for you to give me your very best of your time, of your talent, of your treasure. Bring your very best to me. Then I want to bless you. I want to release my blessing on your life, but give me your very best. When God says we should bring our tithes and our offering to him, he's not looking, he doesn't need dollars up in heaven. It's the same principle that Jacob was, was bringing out. Bring me the very best that I may bless you. So in Psalm 50, thank you, Lord. Psalm 50, notice this. Psalm 50, verse 11. Psalm 50, verse 11, verse 10. He says, let's start from verse 10. He says, for every beast of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I will not tell you. For the world is mine and all its flesh, all its fullness. Will I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. He's saying that if, look, I am the Lord God that created everything, the beasts of the field. All these things I created them. If my stomach is growling, I won't come and ask you. <laughs> I will go and find one myself. The, so if he was down here, he would say you tell you, you your tithes and your offerings. I don't need dola- I don't need dollars up in heaven. What is he looking for? He desperately wants to bless us. It's a principle of honor. If I am a father, where is my honor? Give me your very best. Give me your very best of your time, of your life, of your treasure. Honor me. So in Proverbs 3, verse 9, he says, Proverbs 3, verse 9, Honor the Lord with your possessions. Another King James says with your substance. And with the first fruit of all your increase. So your bonds will be filled with plenty. And your vats will overflow with new wine. Bring me your first and best. Why? Honor me. Honor the Lord. With your substance is the key to fatherhood. With the first fruit of all your increase, your bonds will be filled with plenty. As you honor the Father with your very first and best, may you overflow with plenty as well in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Honor the Lord with your possessions with the first fruit of it's a principle when you give God your very first, the first of your day the first of your finances the first of your talent the first of your time the rest is blessed so not only honoring our parents from the natural standpoint but honoring our father that was the principle that Jacob discovered So when Jesus came along, notice what he says in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4. Matthew 15, verse 4. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, for God commanded saying, honor your father and your mother. And he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. Notice this. Honor your father and your mother, but if you curse them, it's a serious thing. But you say, Whoever says to his father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God, then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus, you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. You have made the commandment of God of no effect. The, the only place where Jesus talked about the fact that people nullified the commandment of God by their tradition has to do with this area. He says, whatever would belongs to you as my father or my mother, instead of me giving it to you, They were playing dilly-dally with it and saying, we've given it to God. And really, they they were not even being honest in that case. So the thing that belongs to God, when you have to honor God, you take it and you say, I've used it for something else. The thing that belongs to your parents, we have to honor them and give it to them as well and not say, we've used it for something else this is the command of God it says whatever you might have provided by me is a gift to God but he says they nullified the commandment of God this principle of gift and honor gift and honor gift and honor Jacob knew These old folks knew it Jesus also talks about it here I pray in the name of Jesus may we honor our heavenly father and may we honour our elderly parents as well. Yes, if you want it to go well with you, there's no way, there's there's no getting around that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, let's go a step further here. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. We you, you see, I mean that we have to. We the church has to do it. We can't. I mean, depend. On the education system alone to teach the principle of honor, it has to come from us. It's so important because some way, somehow, you can easily get the idea that I can dishonor God, I can dishonor fathers, and it will go well with me. No, 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 no. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. That may we honor our heavenly Father. You see, a father is a title of respect, a title of respect. And in Second Kings chapter thirteen, verse fourteen, Joas the king called Elisha, my father, my father. Well, he wasn't his father from a natural standpoint. You see, and, and that leads me to another point. You, you, there are several fathers that you can have. At every point, you have only one heavenly father. You have one earthly father who gave birth to you and brought you into the earth. But there are others as well. For instance, you you can have, you have a heavenly father. Jesus talks about him in in, in Luke chapter 11 verse 2. Then too, you have a, a father in Christ. That is the person who led you to Christ. That's what he was telling the Corinthians there are so many instructors that you have but it is through me that you you are begotten through the gospel that's a father then we have father a father of a nation they founded the nation so they, they, they deserve to be honored Independence Day is coming around here shortly we honor the founding fathers of our nation Thomas Jefferson signed the Declaration of Independence we cannot forget them because they did certain things to get us to this point. And throughout our lives, God will place fathers across our path. And you see, fatherhood also it has to do with responsibility. In Job chapter 29 verse 16, Job said he was a father to the poor. That means the poor did not have anyone to take care of them. So he assumed the role as a father and took care of them. So he said, I was a father to the poor. Because he had assumed responsibility, he said, I am a father to the poor. I pray all throughout your life, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may God through you take care of other people. I said, may God through you take care of other people. I said may God through you take care of other people Amen. including the poor in the name of the Lord Jesus. And it has nothing to do with age. In Genesis chapter 45 verse 8, Joseph said, "God had made him a father to Pharaoh. God has made me a father to Pharaoh." Obviously, Joseph was younger. But he said he has made me a father to Pharaoh. It's the responsibility that comes with it. So it's so important when he talks about honor, honoring God, honoring the men of God that he places across our path. Is so important. Their words can make a difference in our lives. Esau was crying what happened here what happened here what happened here I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus May as we celebrate the fathers of father of fathers today and as we honor him and our fathers throughout all our life may his blessing not cease over your life in the name of Jesus I said may his blessing not cease over your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Thank you, Lord Jesus. If we take the fathers out of the society, easy, is, is, is in most homes, if they did a study, study of people that had been incarcerated, and they said, a majority of those people came from homes where their parent, one parent, had, has also been incarcerated. You see, the home is supposed to be a place of love. It's supposed to be where children are brought up in the admonition of the Lord. That is why the devil tries to attack the family system as best as he can. Because if you have strong families, you have a strong nation. Amen. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may God bless you with a strong family maybe you are going through a season in life going through a season in life difficulties with with your family i pray in the mighty name of the lord jesus may god heal your family like only he can in the mighty name of the lord jesus may god restore your family like only he can in the name of the lord jesus as you honor him in all aspects of your life May you receive the blessing of our heavenly Father in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Sometimes they are surprised fathers. That's a different bucket. (laughs) Surprise fathers—the one that shows up at the graduation ceremony and no one knows about him—and he says, "And he he says uh, the mother says he says I'm here for the child's high school graduation or whatever it is." And, and some way, somehow, the mother has told the story that, look, the father is somewhere and and absentee or whatever the case might be. He's not, he's not around. And he shows up and, and, the, and the, the man may look at the, the, the lady and say, I'm really the father. And the child will look at the father and say, I, I look at like my father. I, you are really the, my father. You see. But I pray in the name of Jesus, no matter your past, God will give you a new beginning. I said, no matter your past, today is a new beginning for you. I said, no matter your past, today is a new beginning for you. No matter the mistakes of the past, God is giving you a fresh beginning. It's a fresh start for you. If you believe that, say amen. amen. I say, say amen. amen. Bring decide today that you will honor God with your very life. You will give God your very best don't give him the scraps no these people were knew about this to the extent that when they went to the father they coveted the father's blessing you see God wants to overwhelm you with his blessing God wants to overwhelm you with the very best that he has god has a plan for your life don't let the devil tell you that you are done it's all over it Maybe you are watching or listening and you are in a season where you trust god for the fruit of the womb i pray in the mighty name of the lord jesus next year by this time may you testify maybe you are a season in your life where you are you trust god for a spouse i pray in the name of jesus a year from now may you testify I pray in the name of Jesus, in the next year, as you dedicate your life to the Lord, may God turn around your life and give you a testimony. Oh, in the name of Jesus, the devil may tell you it's all over. But not with my God, not with my Father, I know him. If you will give him an opportunity, he will take your life and turn it around. And right now, at this moment, I see him transforming your life. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I found an interesting, I I heard of an interesting story. You see, you can't do away with God. Whether you believe He exists or doesn't exist doesn't change anything. (laughs) It doesn't change anything. In 1992, a gentleman by the name of Sean Rouge decided that he wanted divorce from his parents. So he went to court. To be granted an order to be divorced from his parents, and he was granted. But look, you cannot do away with God the Father, He is the King of Kings, He is the Lord of Lords. And he longs for a relationship with you. And I pray in the name of Jesus, if you are listening, watching, wherever you may be, who is your father? If you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, God the Father is not your father. So make that decision today and say, Lord, I want you to be my father. I'm going to take myself out of the driving seat and let you, oh God, help me navigate through this. And even as we are fathers today, maybe at one point you knew and had a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. In Luke chapter 15, he talks about the story of the prodigal son. The Bible says this son got to the place where he said you give me of my portion of my inheritance, I am out of here. He wanted to do away with his father. But he wasn't successful. After a while, and that is the heart of the heavenly father towards us as well, he came back home when his resources dried out. You see, when you walk with God, things will go well with you and when you honor him. As soon as you walk away from him, it's a downward spiral. It's only a matter of time. The Bible says this son that dishonored the father and left the father's house. Sooner or later, he started competing with pigs for food. Then he had an aha moment. The light bulb came on and said, what am I doing here? When I was in my father's house, I was doing well. When I was in my father's house, things were going well with me. And right now, even in my father's house, the servants have plenty to eat and, to, and, and, and some, 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 some with some left over. I will arise and go back to my father's house. Oh, maybe you knew the Lord, and for whatever reason, every time the church doors were open, you were there. You couldn't wait to be in the prayer meeting. You couldn't wait to fellowship with other Christians. You couldn't wait to be in the house of God. Your life was laid down for the Father, and some way, somehow, some sometimes it's offense, sometimes friends, different things, stages in life you drifted off. But on this Father's Day, he's making the great invitation to you. I like what the Bible says that the Father saw you afar off and run towards him today he's running toward you maybe you feel discouraged you feel you are in despair you feel hopeless let the father wrap his arms around you and give you hope I have come to announce to you that there is hope for you return to the father honor him and receive his blessing on your life it's not over until God says it's over I said it's not over until God says it's over and as you do that in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus I see God restoring you as you do that I decree an end to the struggles that you are facing in life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus As you do that, I pray in the name of Jesus, may God release his blessing on your life. As you do that, may God release his favor on your life they'll give this child a new garment as you another father as you release your life completely into his hand that garment that you have been identified with that garment whatever the name is you know what the name is I see God replacing that in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus I see him robbing you with a new garment I see him restoring you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and on this Father's Day I release the blessing of the father on your life may you be blessed going in may you be blessed coming out may he overwhelm you with his blessing in the name of the Lord Jesus Amen. my Lord and my God as you honor him may the kind of favor That releases tears of joy. Be released in your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Even as Abraham sent his servant to go and look for a wife for the child i pray in the name of jesus for anyone believing for a spouse may the angel of the lord go ahead of you and bring the right person your way in the mighty name of the lord jesus my lord and my god thank you lord jesus but you see it's all start with that principle of honor honor your father and your mother and it will go well With you. Dishonor them. And you you won't like the other side. So let's not even go there. (laughs) Oh. How I have the heart of the father. He desires to bless. That was his original plan. And purpose in the beginning. He desires to overwhelm you. With his blessing. As you lay down your life. And give him the best. Notice. Don't let this leave you of your talent, of your treasure, of your time. Do an analysis. Where is my time going? In in a seven-day week. God says, if I am a father, where is my honor? Are you giving God the scraps? Or are you giving him your very best? If I'm a father, where is my honor? I pray you will live. A life of not only honoring our earthly fathers, sometimes pastors, different people that he brings across our path, but live a life ultimately of honoring the heavenly father. I decree and declare you are blessed. I said you are blessed. I said you are blessed. I said you are blessed. blessed. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Sometimes we, we forget. It's easy to forget one time in California I'll wrap up with that there was there was there was an earthquake and the and buildings collapsed and they looked for survivors and for three days this man was under the rubbles and they did not they they didn't find him till after three days they found him and when they found him they asked him how did you make it no they found him took him to the hospital And after three days, the doctor managed to let him live. And they asked him, how how were you able to make it? He said, I was very determined and I had strong willpower. Wow. They asked the wife, wife, how did your husband make it? three days without food and water under the rubble the wife said my husband has strong will and he's, he's, he's very determined and has strong will power let's this is really something we don't understand let's go to the doctor doctor how did this patient make it the doctor said this patient her strong, was very, very determined, and her strong willpower. <laughs> you know what happened? Didn't give God the credit for anything. After seven days, he yeah. had, had a heart attack and didn't make it. What happened to a strong determination and strong willpower? <laughs> Sometimes in life, that's what we do. Lord, you stay on this, your side. I'm really determined and I have strong willpower. <laughs> that would will not be your testimony in Jesus' name. <laughs> You will cooperate with God all throughout your life. Look, your determination and strong willpower won't get you very far. If you haven't discovered that enough, make a decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.